0: Hello and welcome to another edition of your smart management moment. You know, part of being a smart manager is also being able to self-manage. In fact, that's the first building block within our smart management blueprint. And self-management is related to the ever-popular emotional intelligence. So the next couple of mini podcasts, I'll be sharing some concepts about emotional intelligence. First up, is entitled The Ability to Surrender. The title of our post and audio mini podcast today is Is It Time to Surrender? You know, a lot of people don't like that word. They see it as an element of defeat or weakness, like in the context of battle or war or when they're trying to achieve a desired goal that they've been laboring, laboring and struggling towards for quite some time. And yet for many, surrendering is exactly what they need to do. In the context of stress, this word, action and strategy, can be your best friend. As we attempt, that is if you do, To turn down the dial on the periodic pressure cooker of stress in any part of your life, you need go-to practices and strategies to do so. When offering help in any situation, I like to have a toolkit of options. One practice I recommend you have in your toolkit is the ability to surrender. So, how am I defining surrender? I see it as letting go. I see it not as a defeat, but a victory. A victory of what well a victory over resisting reality and the need or desire to control it you're giving up an unwinnable fight over circumstances you can't control this is when surrender is smart there are times when surrender is smart it's not losing it's winning In many ways, the opposite of surrender is resisting reality in that moment. You know, it's like throwing an internal, perhaps subconscious temper tantrum, in which you're saying, I don't want this to happen, and therefore I refuse to accept it. And to show you how much I don't like it, I'm going to react in all sorts of ways that can hurt myself and others. Judy Orloff, whose article is the inspiration for this post, describes it like this. Surrender is a state of living in the flow, trusting what is, and being open to serendipity and surprises. C suggests that surrendering can be a learned habit and offers perspective on this view in her article, Seven Habits of Surrendered People. And I'd like to share six of the seven right now. Number one, they recognize they can't control everything. You know, being a control freak, makes us tense, stressed out, and unpleasant to be with. Surrendered people understand that they can't always change a situation, especially when the door is shut. They don't try to force it open. Instead, they pay attention to their own behavior, look at the situation at hand, and find a new, different, and creative way to get beyond the obstacles. Number two. They are comfortable with uncertainty. Fixating on the outcome or needing to know all the details of an upcoming event such as a trip causes people to be upset when things don't go their way. Overly focused on the future and unable to bounce back easily causes stress. Inflexible people are susceptible to anger, distress, and depression. Surrendered people go with the flow shrug it off with an unplanned situation happens and tend to be happier more lighthearted, and resilient number three they remember to exhale during stress or exhale during stress we have two choices when things pile up at work or we're surrounded by energy vampires who leave us feeling depleted we can get frantic Hyperventilate, shut down, and become reactive. And needless to say, these responses to stress just make us more stressed. Or be like surrender people. We have the ability to pause, take a deep breath, and observe. Sustaining silence and circumspection are two behaviors that lead to better, healthier outcomes. Number four, they are powerful without dominating. This is an interesting one. The most influential people in the room aren't the ones that are being the bullies, talking loudly, and imposing himself or herself on others. But surrendered people, they understand that true power comes from being respectful and listening. Surrendered people know themselves and are empathetic towards others. They don't measure themselves by how much they're liked, nor do they compare or compete for attention. When they sit quietly in a room, others always seem to come to them. Number five, they feel successful apart from their job or net worth. Surrendered people enjoy life, relish their personal development, and value their friends. They may have an exceptionally good career and be wealthy, but they are more concerned with measuring with meaning and fulfillment. The drive to acquire money and power is a behavior that drains people of their passion and emotional connection to others. And number six, they can admit when they're wrong. People who hold down to grudges, insist on being right and try to change others' minds have a difficult time maintaining healthy, happy relationships. Surrendering people easily forgive. They're open to new ideas and aren't attached to being right. As a result, people love working and collaborating with them, and others seek them out as mediators and advisors. They're more laid back and relaxed than their rigid counterparts, which makes them highly valuable and valued by others. I love this list. It gives insight into the fact that the ability to surrender has a lot to do with a person's sense of self-worth, self-esteem, and where they realistically see themselves in the context of the world and universal laws. Consider how skilled you are at surrendering and maybe something you want to add to your life strategies toolkit. Your coaching tip for the day? Practice surrendering.